0: Hi, this is Doreen Grace. Welcome to the Soul Spa Podcast. 2020 has definitely not turned out how any of us expected. So, as we prepare to cross over the threshold of a new year, how do we let go of these unexpected challenges, losses, disappointments, and stresses? Today, I will be talking about the book, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender, by Dr. David R. Hawkins. I hope you'll be inspired and empowered by today's episode. For many of us, this past year has felt like a huge detour down a long and windy road going in a completely different direction than the one we had intended. 2020 has definitely not gone according to our plans or turned out how any of us expected. So as we prepare to cross over the threshold of a new year, how do we frame up these unexpected challenges, losses, disappointments, and stresses? How do we process these unwanted emotions? And how do we continue to pursue our dreams and goals even in the middle of a crisis? In his book, Letting Go, The Pathway of Surrender, Dr. David R. Hawkins, who is a physician, psychiatrist, and researcher, shares a mechanism for personal growth that eliminates obstacles and attachments to outcomes so we can fulfill our destiny regardless of any external circumstances. This simple technique of letting go is one of the most powerful tools to help us reach our spiritual goals. By learning to consciously surrender every detail of our lives, we enter into a place of inner peace, joy, and freedom. God calls this his rest. Jesus calls it heaven. It's that inner state where our peace and joy no longer depends on what anyone else says or thinks or does. It's where we discover something that remains constant and the same, no matter what goes on in the external world or with our body, our emotions, or our mind. In this place of rest, Our identity is not attached to the things that we own. We realize we are no better than anyone else, but also no worse, not needing anything to change, not needing anything to stay the same. Our internal state no longer depends upon a particular outcome in any given situation. We no longer have to seek our self-worth or esteem from the world, for that source of joy is within us. We all have the freedom to choose what goes into our mind. And instead of being disheartened by the many challenges of life, all of life can be seen as an opportunity. Our inner nature can become bulletproof where we're able to go through life with balance and grace, invulnerable to pain. Letting go of negative emotions means we can experience increasing happiness, contentment, peace, and joy. The elimination of negative blocks allows vocational goals to be more easily accomplished. We become healthier and more successful with less effort. We become happier and more capable of real love. As a young boy, the author, David Hawkins, was riding his bicycle and delivering newspapers one night in the middle of a minus 20 degree blizzard. He crashed his bicycle and crawled into the snow to try to stay warm. As he faded into unconsciousness, he experienced a presence of infinite love that had no beginning and no end and was one with his own essence. He was later resuscitated by his dad and returned to life. After this experience, David became an agnostic because he felt that traditional religious teachings did not provide any context for the spiritual experience that he'd had. By midlife, he was a practicing doctor, but lay dying of an incurable illness. On his deathbed, Dr. Hawkins called out to God in a simple prayer, then surrendered to whatever God there might be as he slipped into oblivion. When he awoke, he was completely transformed by an infinite oneness and God's indwelling presence. He carried this presence with him afterwards, and it brought miraculous healing wherever he went. Thousands were healed by the presence of love that he carried. But the work was very taxing and overwhelming for him, so he began to look for a more sustainable way to address the vastness of human suffering. This led Dr. Hawkins to the study of consciousness to try to bring the presence of a little closer to the grasp of as many as possible. To try to help people grasp what the presence is, Dr. Hawkins created the scale of human consciousness, which is a logarithmic scale of energetic power ranging from zero to a thousand based on 20 years of research. Basically, what Dr. Hawkins did was he created a way to quantify the presence of God to teach us how to experience the state of heaven within us. According to ancient Chinese medicine, bioenergy flows through channels called meridians. These meridians are what they try to unblock in acupuncture. A repetitive negative thought can create negative emotions that will block the flow of energy, which throws off the energy balance of the meridian and its related organ. Every emotion affects a particular body organ through the meridians. And over time, a repetitive negative emotion can cause an organ to become diseased or fail to function. The lower our emotional state, the more negatively we impact our own health. But like a giant light switch that slides up and down, every emotional experience is an opportunity to go up or down on the scale. As we let go of negative feelings and raise the energy level that we emit, there is a progressive movement up the scale. Quantum physics confirms that everything in the universe is made up of vibrating energy, including our bodies. These higher states of consciousness used to be considered solely the providence of the mystic. But on the leading edge of science, the quantum physicists who research subatomic particles have found that the brain perceives by means of a sophisticated mathematical analysis of frequency patterns. These findings have resulted in the so-called holographic paradigm, which states that everything in the universe is connected with everything else, including the human mind. In the hologram, each part contains the whole. Consequently, each individual mind is capable of reflecting the entire universe. Leading among these researchers were neuroscientists Karl Pribram of Stanford University and David Bohm of the University of London, whose theories can be summarized as this. Our brains mathematically construct concrete reality by interpreting frequencies from another dimension – a realm of meaningful, patterned, primary reality that transcends time and space. The brain, therefore, is a hologram interpreting a holographic universe. Through the mechanism of surrender, each of us has the opportunity to verify for ourselves the ultimate nature of reality itself as it has also been revealed to the mystic and the physicist. Dr. Hawkins noted that we all have three major ways of handling feelings, suppression, expression, and escape. In suppression, we consciously push down feelings and set them aside. Repression is when we do this unconsciously. Suppressed emotions are later felt as irritability, mood swings, tension in the neck or back muscles, headaches, cramps, colitis, indigestion, insomnia, allergies, and other somatic conditions. Expression is when feelings are vented, verbalized, or shown through body language. Expression is when feelings are channeled into constructive outlets of love, work, and creativity. Escape, on the other hand, is the avoidance of feelings through diversions. It could be through drugs and alcohol, entertainment, workaholism, or anything else we use to keep our true inner feelings from emerging. The simple practice of letting go and entering into a surrendered state has been found to get faster results than psychotherapy. When we let go of a negative feeling, the energy behind the feeling is instantly surrendered, and we begin to decompress the pressure as we continue to let go. Surrendering attachment to an outcome can be very useful in everyday life situations, but its use in a crisis can be crucial in preventing and alleviating large amounts of suffering. By merely expressing the negative feeling, Some of the energy behind it is reduced. For example, by saying, I am feeling sad, but I want to feel happy, it helps de-escalate the sadness. Dr. Hawkins explains, only when we acknowledge the negativity that we've inherited from the human condition will we have the possibility to surrender and be free of it. By accepting it, we can transcend it we learn that the answer to the problem we face is within us. When we try to control how our holidays should look and place expectations on our family members, it can make them not even want to come around. But if we surrender attachments and let go of our expectations, then we'll have more peace and joy and be nicer to be around. And then even if nothing happens the way we would like it to, we're okay. We don't need it to be happy this is the surrendered state. It feels like gratitude and contentment regardless of what happens. So how does it work? Our thoughts produce our emotions and our emotions create bioenergy that produces a vibrational frequency. Each level on the scale of consciousness has a different vibration based on the vibration of the emotion. For example, peace calibrates at 600. Unconditional love calibrates at 540, guilt calibrates at 30, and shame comes in at just 20. Carrying shame around for a long period of time can be very destructive to our health and is the basis for many psychosomatic illnesses. A psychosomatic illness is a result of our own unhealthy thoughts, habits, lifestyle choices, and stress responses. It is estimated that 75 to 90% of all illnesses are psychosomatic and stress-related. But, through the simple act of surrendering and letting go, physical and psychosomatic disorders can improve and will often disappear altogether, and the body can return to optimal functioning. The real source of stress is internal, not external as people would like to believe. What we are holding onto inside colors our view of the world. The basic rule is that we focus on what we have repressed. Because we are angry, events will seem to make us angry. But if we let go of the pent-up anger, it is very difficult for anything to make us angry. If we let go of guilt, we will see innocence. However, the guilt-ridden person will only see evil. And a person with a lot of repressed grief will unconsciously create sad events in their life. We tend to fear these negative feelings because we have no conscious mechanism by which to handle these feelings if we let them come up within ourselves. Because we are afraid to face them, they'll continue to accumulate. And finally, we'll secretly begin looking forward to death to bring all of the pain to an end. When we discover and acknowledge the hidden gift that is there, a healing takes place. In the state of acceptance, we are free to be in the present. There's nothing to be offended by and no need to react. There's no longer regret about the past, nor is there any fear of the future. We see that the past is gone and the future is not here yet. And all we have is this present moment. And in this present moment, we are creating our future. Fear of the future no longer exists when the past has been healed. One block that may arise from this process of letting go is the fear that if we let go of a desire for something, then we might not get it. But relinquishing a desire does not mean that we won't get what we want. It merely clears the way for it to happen. I've seen this principle at work in my own life, where the moment I let go of trying to control a particular outcome, the blocks dissipated, and what I desired suddenly happened with ease. Ironically, it is in letting go that we allow our desires to be fulfilled with effortlessness and ease. When surrender occurs, there is an immediate, lighter, happier feeling, and the higher we feel, the easier it is to let go. So what is the mechanism of letting go? Letting go involves being aware of a feeling, letting it come up, staying with it, and letting it run its course without wanting to make it different or do anything about it. The first step is to allow ourselves to have the feeling without resisting it, without fearing it or condemning it or moralizing it. It means to drop judgment and to just see it as a feeling passing through. A good exercise is to sit down and look at the negative feeling we are experiencing. Let it go and then look at the opposite feeling and let go of resisting it. By allowing ourselves to fully enter into the depths of hopelessness to fully feel it, letting go of resistance to that feeling letting go of the thoughts and sensations associated with that feeling and letting go of every little payoff we are getting from it. We are free. Then, allowing yourself to feel the opposite. Allow yourself to feel the peace and joy instead of the sorrow, guilt, or shame. Let's say you're in the middle of a disagreement. All of a sudden, the whole thing strikes you as absurd and you start to laugh. The pressure is instantly relieved. You come up from feeling attacked and suddenly you feel light and free. Now think how great it would be if you could do that all the time. That's what this technique is all about. Letting go consciously and frequently at will. You are no longer the victim swaying to and fro with every wave of emotion. You'll feel the weights being removed and everything you do becomes more enjoyable as you reawaken your own inner freedom simply by letting go. To be surrendered means to have no strong emotions about a thing. It's okay if it happens, it's okay if it doesn't. It is resistance that keeps the feeling going. A feeling that is not resisted will disappear, and the energy behind it dissipates. If you feel stuck with a particular feeling, simply surrender to the feeling of being stuck. We are truly free once we let go of attachments. We can enjoy a thing, but we don't need it for our happiness. There is a diminishing dependence on anyone or anything outside of ourselves. We're now in the world, but not of it. Apathy calibrates in around 50 on the scale. It is the feeling that we cannot do anything to change our situation and no one can help us. Apathy says, I can't. It is hopelessness and helplessness. Without the usual entertainment and places to go or people to see during the pandemic, we've all had a lot of extra time to sit with our emotions. Because most people repress, suppress, and try to escape from their feelings, suppressed energy accumulates and then seeks expression through psychosomatic distress, emotional illnesses, or bodily disorders and disordered social behavior. Some examples of this are sleeplessness, anxiety, panic attacks, and inflammation, not to mention rioting, looting, and other antisocial behaviors. Apathy is feeling like nobody cares. So overdoses and suicides are also likely in a state of apathy. People who are carrying the vibrational frequency of apathy, which says, I can't bring poverty circumstances into their lives. Whereas those with a prosperity consciousness bring abundance into their lives. Living from a surrendered state allows creativity and spontaneity to flow without interference from inner conflicts. The level of courage is 200 on the scale. This is the critical point that marks the shift from negative to positive energy. Courage says, I can do it. It is the energy of integrity, being truthful, empowerment, and the capacity to cope. The levels of consciousness below courage are destructive, whereas the levels above courage are life-supporting. Anything below 200 weakens your muscles, whereas anything over 200 strengthens your muscles. At the level of courage, the negative feelings may not have all disappeared, but now we have sufficient energy to handle them because we've taken back our power. We're no longer living as a victim. The higher states above courage are available to us at any time. And the fastest way to move from the bottom of the scale to the top is by telling the truth to ourself and to others. The basic principle of the universe is like attracts like. The vibration we are radiating attracts people to us that are vibrating in a similar frequency. And what we appreciate, appreciates. The places, things, events, and situations coming to us are a result of the vibrational frequency we are putting out. Whatever level of consciousness we are currently in, The vibrational frequency produced by our emotions affects everyone and everything around us. Music, places, books, animals, intentions, and all of life emit an energy that can be calibrated. The vibration of love is so powerful that it can heal our own bodies and can heal others around us just by being love. Trees communicate with each other through their root systems underground. Similarly, we are all connected to each other at the energetic level. Other people subconsciously know what we are feeling and thinking, although the degree to which they are consciously aware of that may vary. Intuitively, we know the difference between a positive person, one who's kind and friendly, or a negative person, one who's angry, hateful, or deceitful. Because we are all part of the whole, when we heal something in ourselves, we heal it for the world. Personal healing facilitates collective healing. By changing ourselves, we change the world. Much like the rising of the sea level lifts all boats, so raising our vibrational level lifts all of life around us because each individual consciousness is connected to the collective consciousness at the energetic level. Love promotes love, so the person who has let go of a lot of inner negativity is surrounded by loving thoughts, loving events, and loving people. Our basic emotional state is picked up and reacted to by all life forms around us. Animals can instantly read a person's emotional state. Even the growth of bacteria is affected by human emotions, and plants register a measurable reaction to our emotional state. Love has a vibration of 500. Love is more than an emotion. Love is a state of being. As children of God, love is what we become through the pathway of surrender. Love facilitates healing. Jesus healed through the carrier waves of compassion. In unconditional love, no strings are attached. We don't expect anything back when giving. As we surrender, We love others no matter how they are. True love is free of fear and characterized by non-attachment. The more we let go, the more loving we become. We don't need to look outside of ourselves for satisfaction or for our needs to be fulfilled. To live with care and kindness is all that is necessary. The rest reveals itself in due time. Because of the inner quiet experienced at the higher levels of love and the other levels of consciousness beyond that, we gain the ability to perceive the thoughts and feelings of others on a nonverbal level. Logic is bypassed and will have a spontaneous intuitive knowingness. Spiritual progress is known to be the result of grace, not the result of our personal endeavors. Gratitude for the state of love replaces pride of accomplishment. Lovingness is the way through which we radiate from within and light up the world. But we are only the channels of love, not its origin. The presence of God conveys a state of peace, which is a vibration of 600. Dr. Hawkins describes the presence that he encountered after his death experience as being infinitely gentle, and yet like a rock. With it, all fear disappeared. Spiritual joy occurred on a quiet level of inexplicable ecstasy. When people ask, how does one reach this state of awareness? Dr. Hawkins replies, first, you have to have an intense desire to reach this state. Then discipline yourself to act with constant and universal forgiveness and gentleness Without exception, we must be compassionate towards everything, including one's own self and thoughts. Next is a willingness to hold your desires in suspension and surrender personal will at every moment. The kingdom of God is within us. As we get higher and freer, what the world calls spiritual awareness, intuition, and growth increases. That which was impossible to see or experience at the lower levels becomes self-evident and stunningly obvious at higher levels and as we surrender our feelings we become more and more conscious the higher we go up the scale more illumination wisdom clarity insight and intuitive knowing occur the ultimate goal of surrender is transcendence also known as christ consciousness which registers at 1,000 on the scale. As we become more and more aware of the changeless peace within us, we begin to identify with that level of consciousness. God is love. Whoever abides in love abides in God, and God in him. As he is, so are we in this world. When we let go of negative feelings and choose to be loving, not only do we benefit, but everyone around us benefits too. Are we willing to imagine a new life for ourselves? A new life characterized by effortless success, freedom from resentment, an abundance of gratitude for all that's happened to us, overflowing with inspiration, peace, love, joy, and happiness, releasing a fresh wave of creative expression? One of the biggest hurdles to increased happiness is the belief that it is possible. As we surrender attachments, dark valleys turn into green pastures, and we'll pass through the fire without being burned. We'll come out not even smelling of smoke. So as we close out 2020 with its many unexpected challenges, losses, and disappointments, let's clear space for the new year by letting go. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Soul Spa Podcast so you'll be sure to get every episode as soon as it is released.